Hello, and welcome to Time Between Times Storytelling with me, Owen Staten. Welcome to that time of the week again, where tales are told in a traditional way. Welcome to the time where you can sit back, relax, let your cares and your worries wash away like an unwelcome tide. And let your imagination run wild, full of stories and tales, poem and song. Welcome, my friends, to the time between times. The time when it is neither night nor day, but the sun has gone and the sky is grey. What a week it has been. All change for me. New changes, new beginnings, new happenings. And that can only be a good thing. And I hope that you are well as well. Thank you ever so much for listening to these these podcasts, these tales told across the ethernet. My voice to your ears. Old tales, new tales, young tales, tall tales, small tales. They are all told here on this podcast. So, sit back, relax. If it's safe to do so, just lose yourself in the sound of a story told once more and join me. Are you ready? Good. The sun is starting to set. The moon is starting to rise. The mist starts to fall like a blanket and a shroud. There is a chill in the air that pervades your clothes, but your heart is still warm. For you know that tonight is a special night. Putting on your warmest coat, you'll make your way out of the house, down the old rickety stone path to the gate at the front. With a creak it opens and you set foot upon the road. Then you make your way to the forest. As you approach it, the trees stretch high to the sky. In the gloom, you can hear nothing. You can see barely anything. But having faith in your own safety, you step into the woods along the footpath that people have trod for centuries on their way to listen to tales. Down the footpath you take, winding your way into the heart of the forest. Trees of all types are around you. Out of the corner of your eye, faint movements and shadows shuffle around until you come to the clearing at the heart of the forest. There our friends are gathered around the fire pit. We look up. The moon shares the sky with the sun. It's the time between times, the time when it is neither night nor day, but the sun has gone and the sky is grey, the time when the veil between our world and the fairy world is wafer thin, so thin that for a few moments you can reach into their realm and for a few moments they can reach into ours. Now is the time that people see lights in the sky. Now is the time that people see the tell with Tig out of the corners of their vision. Now is the time of ghosts, and now is the time of stories. You look around at your friends. Friendly smiles pervade the area. Nods are given. Glances exchanged. 
and then the storyteller begins their tale, a tale that happened a long time ago, when the world was much younger than it is now. Happened, far from here, in the village of Moilvre, near Penmaenmaur, a place beautiful and stark and surrounded by mountains. There the poor people of Wales made their livings as best they could, farming, cutting down wood, shaping stone, or winnowing, as our tale will talk about. Three ladies lived in Penmaenmaur. They made their living through the art of winnowing, a way of separating the wheat from the chaff. You would take the wheat and throw it into the air, the breeze would blow away all the small little grains and the wheat that was useful and could be used for food would fall to the ground. It was an established tradition and the women would gather every morning to throw the wheat into the air. But this day, this day it was much different. The summer had been long and hard and the heat bared down from the sun. The wind was non-existent. All around you could see for miles the stark hills vanishing into the distance. Every morning the womenfolk would leave and try to winnow. But with no wind, it was an impossibility. Knowing not what to do, they tried day after day after day, but of course they had nothing to sell, nothing to buy food with, and they feared for the fate of their family. One Sunday, one of the women, dressed in a red apron, knocked the door of two of her friends. This was the Sabbath, the Lord's Day, and no work was ever done on this day. Things were different then. The doors opened. And the red spoke to the blue and the white. And each of them gathered together and the red said, Come to the winnowing place. There may be a breeze. Let us try. Let us try before people start to gather. And maybe, maybe we will be successful. Each grabbing a great big bag of grain, they made their way out to the place where they would winnow. And they started to throw the wheat into the air. But sadly, of course, it fell to the ground as it had done for the last few weeks. In despair, they turned to each other. And the red apron woman said, Let us make our way to the top of the hill outside Penmaenmaur. There the wind blows from all directions. There there always is a breeze on even the hottest day. Let us gather at the peak of the mountain, and surely the winnowing will succeed. The white-aproned woman turned to her and said, But today is the Lord's day. We will be cursed should we do this. Nonsense! No one need know. Let us take the winding path at the back of the village over the brook and scramble up the hillside. The hardest part will be carrying the bags to the top. Once we are there, everything will be different. The three women gathered the great sacks and made their way out of the village. 
Around the village was an old stone wall, and they clambered over the wall, taking the path that led down to the brook where the water flowed like crystal, splashing through the cold water on this hottest day. They started to rise at the other side of the village into the forest. As they reached the border of the forest, there sat an old man with his back to a tree. He saw the women approach the great sacks on their back, and he asked them, "'My friends, where are you going with the sacks of wheat on this day, the Sabbath, the Lord's Day?' "'We are going to the top of Penmine Maur, said the woman in red. "'There at the top the wind will blow, and we will be able to winnow, "'thus being able to bring grain back to our families for selling. "'Do you not know that a curse would befall you should you do this at least once?' That's a risk that we're willing to take. They stepped into the woods and carried on walking. And there, deep in the heart of the forest, there by an old, broken, long-used fire pit, there was a child playing with a stick, drawing in the earth, the hard earth. The child turned to the women and said, Where are you going? On today, the Lord's Day, with your winnowing sacks. We are going to the top of Penmanmaur, said the woman in red. There we will winnow and gain enough food for us all to eat. But do you know that it's cursed on this day of all days? But they carried on going through the forest until it came out the other side. And there was the rocky slope that led up to the top of Penmanmaur, where you could see for miles around. They walked and there, walking down towards them, was an old woman with a bent back and a hooked nose. She looked up. Where are you going, my pretties? On this day, of all days. We are going to the top of Penmanmaur. There we will winnow, and our grain shall be made. But on this day, the Lord's day, surely you will be cursed. We hope not. We hope to come back with food enough to feed our families. And they brushed past the woman, who tutted and made her way back to the forest. Carrying their heavy sacks was a burden indeed, and yet they clambered up through the rocks, through the stones, until they came to the top of Penmine Maur. Puffing and panting, they placed their bags of winnowing grain in the centre of the summit and looked around. The three women, one in a red apron, one in a blue apron, and one in a white apron, stood there, their hair blowing in the wind. For here at last there was a breeze, a wind that blew from south to north, casting and pillowing their clothes in front of them. I tell you this was the case, said the woman in red. Now, indeed, let us winnow. She reached into a sack, and the three of them stood on the summit, looked around. She grabbed a handful of wheat and threw it into the air. Three heads looked up as the grain soared in the sky and then stopped and fell like stones. In an instant, the sun vanished behind a cloud that had appeared as if from nowhere. The world became dark 
for the deepest of moments. And in that moment, a curse happened that has repercussions until this day. The three women disappeared, never to be seen ever again. The winnowing sacks sat atop the mountain, the grain running from the bags along the floor as the sun came out from behind the cloud. And there, on the top of Penmine Maur, three stones now stood, one made of red stone, one made of blue stone, and one made of white stone. Three stones that would mark for eternity the curse that the three winnowers on the Sunday did make. Their families looked for them and scampered to the top of the mountain and there they found the sacks. The sacks were gathered and they looked at the three stones, red, white and blue and knew with fear that this is where their womenfolk had gone. Refusing to heed any of the warnings, they had worked on a Sabbath many years ago. And now to this day, upon the roof of Penmine Maur, there are three stones, red, white and blue. And even to this day, the village folk will gather at the stones and place a flower on each one in memory of the women of Moilvra who went there on that sunny day a long time ago and met their fate. It is said that at the time between times, the time when it is neither night nor day, but the sun has gone and the sky is grey, the stones will sometimes rise from the ground and intertwine and swap places. Some have even said that at the time when the sun is dropping behind the mountain, the three women can be seen winnowing upon the summit for the briefest of moments before disappearing once more into the ground. It is somewhere to visit with wonder and awe for this happened many, many years ago, but still to this day, the remnants of the women of Moilvra sit atop the summit of Pen Mine Maur, red, white and blue. And that, my friends, at this week, at the time between times, the time when it is neither night nor day, but the sun has gone and the sky is grey, is the old strange tale of the stone women of Moilvra. Cursed women who worked upon a Sabbath many, many years ago. I hope you enjoyed that tale. I hope for just a little while you were able to sit back and let all your cares and your worries vanish for the briefest of moments and lose yourself in a tale traditionally told, for that would bring joy to your heart. And although the tale is sometimes dark, the telling is always light. Enjoy, my friends. Enjoy your weekend, enjoy your week. Please, 
Also look at my YouTube channel, Time Between Times Stories, where tales are also told. If you enjoyed this, please let me know, because podcasting is sometimes a very, very lonely bit of work. Speak to me on Twitter, Owen S. Griffiths. Drop me a line on email at owenstaten at aol.com or, if you're feeling very generous, buy me a coffee on ko-fi.com forward slash owenstaten. Any help or support would be very, very much appreciated. Oh, the night grows dark. The night is long, but full of tales. So as you leave me behind for another week, pick up a book, let your mind relax, and let your creativity jump with joy. I will see you here next week, again at the Time Between Times. No star, my friends. Good night. Take care of yourselves. Hoil Vaur.